Hello again, wrestling fans, and welcome to a, another edition of the Scumbags Wrestling Podcast. I've been a little bit absent on uh, podcasts lately. Uh, a lot of family drama and illness is going on, unfortunately, and uh, family comes first. So I want to thank you for joining us, whether you're watching on Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or sorry, listening on any of those ones, or watching live right now. It's Monday night. It's 8 o'clock. I have my big screen TV going on. Raw is about to start, so I'll be able to let you know if anything's going on in there. But missed uh, the last two weeks, and uh, yeah, building up to uh, Money in the Bank for WWE coming up. It's a big weekend, actually, because it's Money in the Bank on the Sunday, but it's also uh, Slammiversary from uh, Impact Wrestling on the uh, Saturday. So it's a huge weekend there. I'll talk about that more later on. There's a lot of stuff going on, the releases, uh, unfortunate deaths, some marriages, uh, just to catch up on the releases that happened uh, a couple weeks ago, and various other news going on. And then we're going to take a little bit of a break and go into the transition to almost our Ontario Indie Road Trip with uh, some news. I'm going to start that uh, up soon now that uh, restrictions are over and we've been able to uh, reach out and help out some of these uh, different things coming up, uh, including Backyard uh, Pro and, of course, the uh, All-Ontario Cup. We are uh, going to be a part of all that. Those are news things that are coming out uh, over the next couple of days, so uh, let people know that. Um, we'll keep you up to date on what's going on there. So we'll talk about the Ontario Indie Road Trip and stuff going on in Ontario later on. I want to thank you for joining us and remind you that we are sponsored by CoolBet and want to stay cool, bet responsibly. We, they sponsored the uh, Scumbags Predictions League, and that's what I was talking about earlier with the uh, two events coming up on the 16th and 17th. So that's going to be a bonus week together a couple of special things including extra prizes so with all that said want to thank you for joining feel free to send comments i will post them and uh we can talk along the way if you have anything that wants to uh, be mentioned or uh yeah just be part of the show we always welcome that and uh i'm hoping uh, steven might be able to drop in he's been quite busy also himself with the reopening of ontario and having uh, the stores that he uh, helps manage, supervise, uh, with Chuck's Roadhouse getting back uh, open. So we want to wish him all the best and hope that we can connect very shortly. But I'm starting off with the fact that, unfortunately, you have to say rest in peace to Del Wilkes. Uh, he was known mostly as the Patriot, uh, retired in 97 after his uh, brief WD run when it was uh, USA versus Canada uh, going on. Longtime wrestling fans will recognize Del Wilkes as the trooper in the AWA. Uh, he uh, wore, obviously, the state trooper hat, gave out uh, tickets and stuff like that, and that was his character in uh, the AWA. He was a uh, collegiate football star. Uh, had made appearances on uh, some Bob Hope specials uh, when he was doing the USO uh, tours and stuff like that. Uh, then he ended up uh, doing Japan. Uh, the Patriot uh, gimmick started in global wrestling uh, when he was briefly there and then eventually made his way to WCW when he was tagging with Marcus Alexander Bagwell. 
uh, the Tag Team Stars and Stripes, I believe it was. And, of course, before that, uh, I guess his uh, gimmick, The Patriot, was inspired by Jerry King Lawler. I um, heard that story on Sunday Night's Main Event when uh, Dave Meltzer was talking to Jason Agnew about that and that um, many other people had been Patriots, but it was until Del Wilkes actually trademarked it and uh, sort of take, took the image that Jerry Lawler did as drawings for magazines and made it come to life. Uh, the trademark then eventually went to Tom Brandy. Uh, people remember him as Sal Sincere. But uh, yeah, unfortunately, it sounds like uh, at the age of uh, 59, Del Wilkes uh, ended up passing away from a heart attack. Uh, so thoughts and condolences out to his family and friends at this time. Um, like I said, I remember Del as uh, the trooper. That was my first uh, incarnation of him. It's unfortunate that he didn't last long in WWE. Uh, another person who passed away was Canada's own Melissa Coates. Uh, she was 50 years old, it uh, looks like here. Uh, Melissa was a Canadian superstar who worked alongside Sabu as Super Genie. Uh, she was into tennis and weightlifting before she got into wrestling, uh, where she was trained by Killer Kowalski, the same guy who did uh, Triple H and a bunch of others, uh, obviously, on that one. Uh, WD had signed her to a deal in 2005, but she only appeared on TV once in a Master Lock challenge against Chris Masters. And, of course, did not break the Master Lock. And then she had uh, spent her time in OVW until 2007. The cause of death on, is unknown at the time, and Melissa had just turned 50. And, uh, once again, spending, sending out uh, thoughts, condolences, and love to uh, family and friends. And fans of hers at this time. On a happier note, though, congratulations are in order for Seth Rollins and Becky Lynch. Uh, they got married this week, uh, past week, and also congratulations to Ronda Rousey and Travis Brown on the announcement of their future child being a little girl. So uh, Vince McMahon's probably already booking her to uh, main event WrestleMania 55. Uh, coming up, and she'll probably be like 19 uh, at that time. But uh, yeah, congratulations to uh, Rhonda and Travis Brown uh, with their future coming up. Roman Reigns was not at SmackDown this past week. Uh, Edge was there instead and took out Jimmy Uso to make an example of him on Edge's road to the Universal uh, Championship at Money in the Bank. Edge uh, blamed Dana Bryan for not uh, getting the title at WrestleMania. Uh, but said he would not fail this time. Um, does look like he will fail. If you uh, have seen any of the uh, things online about uh, the trajectory of Roman Reigns' uh, upcoming pay-per-view uh, appearances and who he's supposed to be against, I uh, would not be surprised if uh, Seth Rollins causes Edge to lose, which would set up the Seth Rollins-Edge match happening, uh, rumored to be happening at SummerSlam. And that would give them something to do. Uh, Seth Rollins would then uh, maybe eventually get his shot at Roman Reigns. But at the moment, it's still heel versus heel at that point. Uh, we've heard also uh, John Cena is returning. And the fact that if that does happen, it's supposed to be Cena versus Reigns at SummerSlam in Las Vegas. So there's a lot of things coming up uh, to, keep, to keep Roman with the uh, title. And eventually, uh, maybe even face The Rock. Uh, at a WrestleMania in the future. So 
a lot of things on the horizon. Uh, keeping uh, Roman Reigns strong. Would love to see that happen. Uh, kind of deserves it out there all this time. Uh, just looking over at uh, Rob right now. Uh, looks like Miz TV having uh, the guys from the Money in the Bank side of Raw. Uh, the Raw side of Money in the Bank for the guys uh, happening on Miz TV right now. And there'd been some back and forth uh, interaction on Twitter uh, earlier uh, this week with uh, John Morrison and Ricochet. And he, I guess Ricochet had even met John Morrison when he was younger and had his long straight hair, and he was trolling him on that. Uh, so it'd be nice to see those two go against each other and get a boost uh, that they uh, richly deserve. So that's what's going on right now. Oh, Riddle's coming out for that. Um, speaking of money in the bank as well, Zelina Vega returned to WD uh, on SmackDown this week. And she was put in the women's ladder match uh, that's happening. Uh, she automatically got put in there by Sonya Deville, just like Carmella did, and didn't need to qualify. However, even though Liv Morgan beat uh, Carmella on SmackDown, she then went against uh, Zelina Vega and beat her, and it's still not in the uh, women's Money in the Bank ladder match. Uh, this is all part of a storyline to... Make her into a baby face, especially now that she's, well, she was a baby face, but to uh, strengthen up her baby face image as a singular, single star uh, since they uh, recently got rid of Ruby Riot. So they're building that up. There's also been rumored that Sonya Deville is uh, going to be coming back to uh, the wrestling, and they've just been waiting for the right storyline. This could be that storyline to bring her back. Uh, whether Liv Morgan makes it into the uh, ladder match or not, it could eventually be setting up Liv Morgan against Sonya Deville uh, against each other. So that'll uh, be something to be on the watch out and see if that unfolds. Kevin Owens had won his way into the men's money in the bank ladder match on the SmackDown side of things by beating Sami Zayn in a last man standing match. This was uh, definitely a, a really great match to uh watch over again these guys have tremendous chemistry since they're best friends and from have fought each other forever and it's been considered one of the best matches definitely of this year coming out of WWE and not surprising from these two great friends uh there's still more uh entrance to be made for the men's side of things the unfortunate side of that is the fact that there are more rematches of things that we've seen so many times now it won't be so bad if those rematches produce something great like we saw from Sammy and Kevin, even though they've constantly gone against each other. And those matchups, excuse me, those matchups that we're going to end up seeing are rematches of Seth Rollins and Cesaro with the winner advancing, and also Baron Corbin, who's had a odd uh, trademark filed for him by WWE Happy Corbin. Uh, going against Shinsuke Nakamura, uh, who recently took the crown from uh, Corbin without uh, being in a tournament. So much like how Hacksaw Jim Duggan got it from Haku and how Randy Savage got it from uh, Duggan at one point. Nakamura has done that. Uh, though there is talk uh, weeks ago that USA and Fox are looking for something like a King of the Ring tournament to actually happen on their shows to spice things up and make a themed show. So we'll see how long uh, Nakamura is actually king of the ring. Um, we're also going to see 
at uh, the actual pay-per-view as Bianca Belair against Bailey again, but this time it's going to be an I quit match. So those are uh, things to come up uh, later on with the Money in the Bank on the 17th of this month. Or sorry, that's the 18th of this month. 17th is uh, Slammiversary. Lana, also known as CJ Parker by her real name, was on Talk is Jericho this week. She talked about different plans uh, that were in line for her. Uh, Rusev uh, released uh, before her a year before. Uh, how happy he was to be released. Uh, the fear that she had going to work day after day, not knowing if she's going to get released uh, today or if it's going to be next week or when that call is going to come. Uh, she was devastated when it did come and said that uh, she would try in the future not to have a uh, contract that did not include a no-cut uh, clause in there. So she would at least know when her contract is up, she's moving on, as opposed to having an unknown date attached to her. Uh, she also talked about going through the tables with uh, Nia Jax, and that there was a planned table spot at uh, Survivor Series, but because Roman Reigns was doing a uh, table spot with Drew McIntyre, they ended up uh, finding a way of, or Roman uh, insisted that that didn't happen, so it didn't take away from their match. And so she didn't go through a table and was the sole survivor of uh, the women's match. Uh, the planned Icons documentary with Lex Luger was to debut this past weekend. It has been uh, bumped to another date yet to be determined. Um, I guess the feeling is that they wanted it to be attached to something that actually had a run into it. So maybe like a uh, takeover or a pay-per-view where right after you can watch the Lex Luger thing. Um, Lex Luger was just recently a uh, subject of conversation on uh, JR's podcast, Girl and JR. And because it was the, uh, what was it, 28th anniversary of the uh, slam on the Intrepid just uh, yesterday, uh, on July 4th, when he slammed Yokozuna and had the unfortunate run that did not result in a title. So that's uh, on Grill and JR, but uh, hopefully that uh, happens. Uh, they were talking about whether or not he should be in the Hall of Fame and people also blaming him for uh, what happened with uh, Elizabeth. Of course, Elizabeth also was a adult, so it's not all on him. And it looks like they probably do touch on it uh, during that documentary. But there was talk whether or not he should be in the Hall of Fame. I think with WDE reaching out and doing this Icons uh, documentary with him, depending on the response that they uh, get out of it, I could see him being one of the next uh, class of uh, Hall of Famers going forward, um, despite what happened when he walked out on WD without any uh, prior uh, notice because he was doing the whole loop of uh, house shows uh, during that week after uh, SummerSlam in 1995 and then finished up in New Brunswick just to boom, head over to Mall of America in Minneapolis and show up on the very first episode of uh, Nitro at the Mall of America. So, you know, sometimes old uh, wounds get healed. We saw Warrior go in. We saw 
Bruno Sammartino go in. Um, anything's possible. So Lex Luger could be a future inductee into the Hall of Fame. Um, Steve Austin, it's next uh, Broken Skull Sessions, is going to have Kevin Nash as his uh, guest. Uh, in recent weeks, uh, there's been Mick Foley and The Godfather. I definitely enjoyed those episodes. And uh, Kevin Nash definitely has a, uh, a rich story to be told as well. Uh, Oz, Vinny Vegas, everything I had with Diesel and also the NWO, the Torn Quads. Yeah, there's a lot of rich story there, plus the uh, legendary backstage uh, politicking of the click. So uh, that's on the next uh, Broken Skull Sessions. Hopefully it's a uh, long one. I do enjoy the two-hour versions that they do as opposed to the hour and a little bit that they did with Bailey and Sasha. But those were still decent episodes as well. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, uh, we saw more uh, releases. Uh, this time it affected 205 Live and uh, the Cruiserweight division just in time for the Diamond Mine faction to uh, show up, which was supposed to be going after uh, the Cruiserweight division with uh, Roderick Strong, as we saw when they attacked uh, Kushida. So uh, released, though, was... Uh, both members of Rizango, Tyler Breeze and Fandango, Tony Nice, Arya Davari, Killian Dane, um, Ever Rises, uh, Chase Parker and Matt Martell, August Gray. Uh, I believe I saw him uh, in a, a smash event. Uh, the Bollywood Boys, Samir and Sunil Singh, Otoro Rojas, who was supposed to be a part of Diamond Mine, Kurt Stallion, um, Manira and Marina uh, Shafir, just skipped over her name for some reason, sorry about that, uh, who's uh, Roderick Strong's wife. She was supposed to be a part of Diamond Mine and got released. And I was surprised Tino Sabatelli was still there, but he got released. Uh, plus also the raw writer who uh, recently made headlines publicly saying that she was hired by WWE without any knowledge of the product and didn't even know Bobby Lashley's name, calling him Bobby Ashley. And, uh, yeah, she just had a very bad showing of herself, and i do not not surprised they uh, end up showing her the door. So uh, who knows if there's going to be any more uh, releases. Uh, they're about to go back on the road. Uh, they have to kind of trim the fat. They were paying a lot of million-dollar contracts to keep people away from AEW, but AEW shown what kind of product they're putting out, and WD apparently is not, not worried about people jumping ship to them or doing whatever. So hoarding a lot of talent is not needed, and they are a publicly traded company. Even though they're making so much money, with all their billion-dollar uh, deals for TV, they still have to make money for their company and their stockholders. So uh, that's why uh, I see a lot of these uh, deals being trimmed. Uh, you had people with million-dollar contracts like Lana and all them uh, who are not worth keeping for that amount. Uh, they could be hired back like Samoa Joe was. And I guess Samoa Joe was in the process of being brought over to NXT when he got cut. And they quickly called up and went, oh, dude, let's uh, talk. And he took two months off and then was brought in, uh, as we've seen, as the enforcer for 
William Regal. He's also said that uh, his goal is to get back in the ring. It's only a matter of time that he gets cleared, and we'll have to see who he goes against. But Triple H had immediately called him and was making plans for him to still be a part of the company because they were already in motion uh, for something he could do other than commentary. So that's uh, going on there. He's doing also some behind-the-scenes uh, things for uh, WD, or for NXT. Sean Rossap, a Fightful, uh, reported that there were cuts coming earlier uh, that day and speculated that Netcom was behind the releases, uh, but uh, WD reached out to uh, Sean Rossap and stated that Khan was not behind this. Uh, this might be uh, the end of mass cuts at the moment, as I was saying. Um, the first one started in April, but we'll have to wait and see what happens. Uh, it's been uh, people in the office and also talent um, and consolidating things. Apparently, uh, the list of talents that have been uh, considered were not the ones to go public and be released. Uh, some of the names that were released were not on that list. So I don't know how they're uh, picking who uh, can stay, who can go. Um, just they need to use their talent wisely and stop some of the repeating cut and paste. Oh, we'll do the same thing this week as we did last week. And um, episodic TV, different matchups, uh, so people can actually get back involved with it. The guy going on the road, they're going to see what fans are actually thinking of them and no more piped in uh, reactions like you get right now in the Thunderdome. Uh, looks like right now we got maybe a tag team match with uh, definitely Morrison and uh, Ricochet. No, it's just a singles match, a rematch from last week when uh, Ricochet took out Morrison over the uh, barricade. Uh, Miz is still in his wheelchair with his uh, injury. Uh, so I'll catch up on that in a little while. Gotta love PBRs. Uh, some of the releases, uh, releases are related to the list of talents that uh, got big money, as I said. Um, most of the two, 205 uh, talent that had been cut had been there since the CWC and were, according to Dave Meltzer, uh, considered older guys. Meltzer said that on, I said on the Observer, uh, that WD is looking to bring in younger and bigger talent. So I do agree in a way they need to get some younger guys. And some of those guys like Fandango was around for 14 years. You wouldn't even realize it, but he was. And, you know, sometimes they need to cycle through different talent, let them go elsewhere bring in new talent, and just, you know, keep things fresh. Another departure from WWE was Sanjay Dutt, uh, the former TNA uh, star, had uh, recently been employed by WWE as an agent, and I guess on his own accord, left about two weeks ago, just to show up in time for last Wednesday, when he was now working as an agent for AEW. So, you know, some people do want to leave and freshen things up, and uh, looks like Dutt was one of those guys. And all of us to Sanjay, they're going to need that uh, extra uh, work uh, employees, considering they got Rampage coming up on August 13th, which are going to be Friday nights at 10 o'clock on uh, TNT, moving to TBS eventually, but that's coming up soon. Last Tuesday on uh, NXT, Mercedes Martinez was legit knocked out 
uh, in her match, in mixed tag team match that involved uh, Zia Lee. She took a roundhouse kick to the uh, side of her head, and she immediately crumpled and could just barely kick out of the pinning combination. And uh, she was taken to the hospital and is doing much better, but uh, we'll have to see uh, about the concussion if she's going to be um, back on uh, NXT this Tuesday, which is Great American Bash for them. They're only doing one night of Great American Bash since they're not uh, going head-to-head with AEW. And AEW has uh, their first event in front of live fans in Miami, I believe it is. And it's the uh, Rager uh, going on. And then uh, they'll have two weeks of uh, Fighter Fest and then Fight the Fallen. So four weeks of special events for AEW. And they're bringing back the fans this Wednesday. Uh, with SummerSlam coming up uh, next month, it's not clear uh, what Bobby Lashley will be doing at the show. Many are speculating it's going to be Brock Lesnar. Um, however, that's the dream match that people have been sort of wanting. The reason why Bobby Lashley can't come back even. Uh, now there's rumblings, uh, of course, Dave Meltzer, uh, that it could be uh, Brock not uh, doing that match. And it could be returning Goldberg or... Uh, Bray Wyatt. Plans are so much in the air at the moment, and with fans uh, coming back in WWE on the 16th, we'll see, hopefully, where things go after. Uh, I'm going to say a reset happens at uh, Money in the Bank, whether or not we see uh, Lashley and all the champions still holding it. We'll see where the ideas are when we see the winners of the uh, briefcases where they're going to go with things. And, uh, yeah, it could be a total reset when they uh, start going back in front of fans and sort of almost uh, ignore the Thunderdome era. Uh, yeah. Just want to remind you, you're watching the Scumbags Wrestling Podcast, and you are welcome to send us comments, and I will uh, answer anything you got going on. Uh, looking uh, a couple weeks ago was Hell in Cell, and uh, Natalia had beat Mandy Rose. And the kickoff match, uh, Bianca Belair retained against uh, Bailey in the Hell in Cell match. Seth Rollins beat Cesaro. Alexa Bliss beat Shayna Baszler. Sami Zayn got victory over Kevin Owens, and Charlotte uh, beat Rhea Ripley by disqualification. Uh, Rhea still the champion. That's why we're getting a rematch of that at uh, Money in the Bank as well. And Bobby Lashley retained his uh, championship over Drew McIntyre, uh, thanks to interference from MVP. And now Drew is back in uh, looking for the briefcase to still be in contendership for the championship. Uh, We saw that uh, Kofi Kingston is going to be challenging uh, Bobby Lashley next. And uh, that should probably be dealt with a little bit more later on tonight on Raw. Uh, we got Nikki Cross now playing a superhero, which was her own uh, thought, and still more things with um, RK Bro build, building up, and that's why Randy Orton was not at Raw last week, and uh, he wasn't injured or anything. It was just part of the storyline with Riddle uh, to uh, build up uh, more things for their uh, probably eventual breakup and feud that are going to happen. Um, so that's that. 
just talked about Diamond Mine and going after uh, Kushida and the uh, title. Uh, we're still seeing more things from uh, guys from NXT getting tryouts on uh, either main event or before shows happen for SmackDown. Uh, those include Bronson Reed, uh, Shotzi Blackheart, Scarlett, uh, of course, Karrion Cross. There's expecting Finn Balor to return. So they might get held off a little bit until the uh, draft, which is supposed to happen at the end of August. But those look like some of the names being brought up to the main roster. And recently, Vince McMahon, John Laurinaitis, and uh, Bruce Pritchard had all made a trip down to the Performance Center to check out how some of the uh, talent are being uh, built. Some of the uh, main roster people have also been sent to the Performance Center to get some uh, ring rust in, in a way, but get them back into uh, touring shape. Uh, Sasha Banks is supposed to be uh, there, and she's supposed to be also back on the first SmackDown on the 16th. So she's had some time off, and it's just a matter of time before everybody is hopefully called back to action and doing everything uh, that we're supposed to see. I'm just skipping uh, some of the notes, uh, if you'd see me looking down, or I'm uh, just quiet for a moment. I apologize on that, but yeah, some of the sorry, very old news, uh, two weeks worth of uh, material to go through. Um, yes. Oh yeah, Xavier Woods is expected back to, uh, tonight. They were supposed to be uh, doing a uh, tag team match, I think, as uh, MVP has also been cleared to return. So it'll be New Day against uh, the Hurt Business of MVP and Lashley. Uh, Lita was recently on Renee Paquette's Oral Sessions podcast and talked about the past relationships uh, with talent like Matt Hardy, Edge, and CM Punk. She mentioned that uh, about a month uh, into the love uh, triangle story with Matt and Edge, which was uh, legit happening, it wasn't any storyline, but uh, she almost quit. She felt very ashamed of how things went and felt she deserved the backlash and comments made by the fans. The fans were being very uh, harsh to her, and of course using the word slut and whore and everything, and uh, just uh, really shaming her. Uh, she uh, definitely was not in a good headspace, uh, allowing fans to uh, do that and feel that she deserved it. Um, but she ended up uh, retiring a, almost a year later. Uh, they had that wholesale uh, stuff with the crime time, and just really shamed her out of uh, WWE. Thankfully, she got into a better space. And um, she said during it that uh, there was days that she didn't even want to wake up. Um, Lita would eventually retire, said, uh, and thankfully, she returned to WWE a few times since and has been treated with uh, more respect from the fans. She even got to introduce the uh, Women's Championship at WrestleMania, we've seen her teaming with her bestie, Trish Stratus. So it's wonderful that uh, Amy Dumas' Lita is in a better space, uh, especially after everything went through during the uh, Edge and uh, Matt Hardy feud. Damian Priest uh, had been away for a while, uh, but they really didn't uh, say what the deal was. I think he was having some back issues. Uh, he did return, actually, last week 
on uh, Raw as and was the second uh, last person or the last person eliminated in that battle royal uh, by Riddle to try and take Randy Orton's spot in the uh, three-way. Um, not only will Mickey James be producing an all-women show for the NWA, uh, she announced that she'll be uh, getting back into uh, the ring competing on the 73rd anniversary of the NWA on August 29th. Um, there's been no opponent yet announced for her. By that time, she uh, definitely will have her uh, no-compete clause um, taken care of, and that's why she can get back in the ring. She's not doing anything in the ring prior to that, doing the uh, women's uh, pay-per-view, which we'll uh, look to have more details on that on our next episode because NWA is doing a regular pay-per-view and the women's one all around the same time, back-to-back, uh, -back, I believe. So we'll have more information on that on our next episode, along with uh, looking at what's going on with Money in the Bank and Slammiversary. AEW has announced uh, some more dates for their return to touring. On August 11th and 13th, they'll be in Pittsburgh, and this will be uh, for a live Dynamite, and then two days later, be a live premiere of Rampage, uh, which, as I said earlier, Friday at 10 o'clock. Uh, Britt Baker tweeted out the news that she's a uh, Pittsburgh native and will most likely be used predominantly on both those shows. Paul Orndorff's uh, son uh, posted a couple weeks ago a video on YouTube documenting uh, the rough shape that his dad is in. It's very sad video to uh, see and has been removed from our page on uh, Scumbags Wrestling uh, out of respect for the legacy of Mr. Wonderful. Um, David Penzer also had, uh, tweeted out about people, uh, should not be watching this, uh, out of respect for Mr. Wonderful and the fact that he would not want to be, uh, portrayed in this light. I don't know why his son would have posted it like that as an update. I know his son was saying that he loves him. And so it's one of those... Do I show it? Don't I show it? Type deal. Um, maybe it could have been something that's for their own privacy. Uh, it is out there, unfortunately. And uh, yeah, just really sad uh, after beating cancer, how he's now uh, in a state that appears to be very frail and uh, dementia. Uh, so keeping uh, Paul Orndor from your thoughts at this time. Uh Congratulations. Oh, I missed this earlier. Uh, in order for newly engaged couple, Sammy Callahan and Jessica Havoc. Both of them work for uh, Impact Wrestling, and Sammy Callahan is actually going to be challenging Kenny Omega for the uh, Impact World Championship coming up at Slammiversary. Uh, since the Mysterio family won the SmackDown Tag Team titles, uh, people have speculated on when they would end up splitting up. Uh, and have a father versus son feud. Ray told Alistair McGeorge on of the Metro that this was an idea when Dominic first started, uh, but they've worked so closely together, they're almost more like best friends than father and son, uh, and they're enjoying uh, working with each other and don't even think about uh, the split and eventual feud that uh, could have possibly happened. Uh, 
and they're enjoying every moment in the ring together uh, and also outside the ring. They're the current SmackDown Tag Team Champions, and uh, hopefully they'll get a match uh, this week or some in time for Money in the Bank. Because, yeah, they deserve to be on the uh, card just like everybody else. Uh, AEW has yet to turn a profit since opening their doors less than six months before the pandemic occurred. Tony Khan is getting a lot of criticism about the huge eight-figure investment that uh, they've made uh, for their video game and that won't see any revenue from that until 2022 when the game is expected to launch. Tony is very confident, though, uh, in how successful the game will end up being. I said Sasha Banks is uh, scheduled to return on the 16th. There's rumors that she's going to come back and face and feud with Alexa Bliss. So it would mean uh, one of them is going to have to switch brands because one, and they're on opposite sides. Uh, Bliss is on Raw and Sasha was on SmackDown the last time we saw her and going uh, defending the SmackDown Championship, which she lost to Bianca Belair at WrestleMania. So somebody's going to have to switch sides if that's going to happen. Might have to wait till the draft, but that is one of the rumors that's going to happen between Alexa Bliss and Sasha Banks. Uh, Pro Wrestling Galaxy is reporting that B, uh, B Priestley has officially signed with NXT UK and is going to be using the name Blair Davenport. There was actually a promo for that and had been confirmed. Uh, so she is there. Who knows uh, what's going to go on with Will Ospreay. I think there were some uh, issues going on with uh, Will Ospreay and New Japan. Uh, and Chad, a draft will be happening very soon uh, before the live shows. Uh, no, that's actually supposed to be the end of... August and the uh, the last Monday in August and the first uh, Friday in September is when the draft is uh, scheduled to be happening. And if they were going to do it before they uh, return to uh, live shows in front of fans, they'd actually have to do it this week or at the latest next week. Uh, but yeah, that's going to actually happen. Uh, it's supposed to be at the end of August, first uh, of September. Uh, no DQ is reporting that WD is going to uh, be going international on September 19th to the 22nd. The four city tours will include the following cities. Newcastle on Sunday, uh, September 19th. London at the O2 Arena on September 20th. Cardiff on Tuesday, September 21st. And Glasgow in on Wednesday, September 22nd. So I believe I've heard also that uh, with that, it's just the SmackDown crew that's going to be taking the flight over there and uh, traveling. So congratulations to them being able to do that internationally and uh, all the best if it works. Um, I did hear a report on uh, the news today before I came uh, down here to record was that um, a lot of the restrictions in the UK are going to be lifted, including things like masks and uh, obviously traveling and everything that is going to return to normal. They're going to expect to have uh, obviously some COVID uh, illnesses, 
but it's going to be treated almost like, hey, you got the flu or whatever. Uh, they're just reopening everything and rolling the dice, it sounds like at the moment. Uh, things could change uh, depending on how bad things get, but I guess they're feeling they're in a position to just open the doors and see what happens. Uh, this... Uh, it appears that Keith Lee is still uh, off WDE due to issues uh, regarding uh, trademark. Uh, in this case, it uh, was uh, speculated that it was involving uh, COVID and recovery from that because him and Mia Yim uh, did have some COVID uh, issues. But I guess uh, it's now more about his name. Uh, he did use it on the independent circuit and is trademarking it. WDE wants to trademark it, but the trademark people are saying you need Keith to sign off on it for WDE to have it, but Keith's trying to do it. So I don't see that uh, working at all. Uh, but he's been missing in action since February. Mia Yim was just recently asked about him, and she hasn't even appeared uh, since Retribution uh, split up and uh, Reckoning stopped uh, being on TV. She was, I guess, supposed to go over to uh, SmackDown, who has not been uh, brought in yet. But she didn't even comment really on what's going on with Keith Lee. Uh, a lot of people expected, since they're engaged, that she'd be able to answer, but she uh, refused and it's said basically it's his story to tell. So that concludes all the news and notes that I had. I'm surprised it took only this amount of time, 43 minutes. I was hoping to have Stephen to uh, bounce some stuff off of, which would have obviously taken a lot longer time, but didn't happen. So I'm going to come back in just a moment. I have a couple of vignettes to show, and we'll talk about stuff happening uh, involving the Johnners Podcasting Network some of the shows that are coming up, and of course, uh, the Ontario Independent Podcasting Network. And we have Ontario uh, events to talk about. So a lot of stuff coming up. Well, thank you for joining us. We are sponsored by CoolBet. Stay cool, bet responsibly. And we have our friends from different organizations. We'll be back. Here at Toilet Side Wrestling Talk, we interview the top wrestling stars on the independent wrestling circuit with questions including, who exposed you to wrestling? Were you nervous the night before your first day of training? Did your family support your wrestling dream? Are you a witch? For $700,000, would you legally marry a horse? Have you ever cried from a Vin Diesel movie? These questions and much more on Toilet Side Wrestling Talk. Okay, so Toilet Side Wrestling Talk, definitely a part of the uh, Johnners Podcasting Network. We love those guys. They have a lot of good... How's everybody doing today? I'm Isaac of Such Good Shoot, and uh, I just want to take a moment, and I want to say uh, that we are really grateful to be a part of the Wrestling with Johnners Network, Podcasting Network. Uh, you can check it out, wrestlingwithjohnners.com. And you can get all sorts of amazing shows on there. We're on there. You got Toilet Side Wrestling Talk with my man Brad Marcus. What do you say with DDJ? One of my favorites. You got Rope Break, Scumbags of Wrestling Podcast. 
love that shit. You got Pro Wrestling Tonight. You got Pull Up a Seat, a wrestling podcast. You've got Wrestling with John Johners, Turnbuckle Arms podcast, and so, so much more. So go check that out. Go check us out at suchgoodshoot.com where you can find all of our shows, all of our current stuff. We've got we've got all sorts of written stuff, man. Shane's writing stuff. DDJ's writing stuff. Brad's going to be writing stuff. So we got written articles up there. You can find all the merch you can ever want. You got I'm Jewish with Isaac shirts. You got pillows. You got water bottles and mugs. So get out there, buy the merch, check us out. Check out Wrestling with Johners, Such Good Shoot Live, Thursday nights, 10.05, every fucking Thursday. So come on out. Have some fun. Yeah, I want to thank uh, Isaac for that uh, shout out. And uh, yeah, if we're uh, back on our Thursday uh, time slot, they slide in right after us at 10.05. So definitely something to catch up on is Such Good Shoot. And uh, the crew over there have Alan Funk. Uh, people would remember him from WCW as Kiwi on this week's show. And there's also um, Silas. Uh, I had another note about that. Silas from uh, Ring of Honor. He is uh, on there as well. And I'll get to that note in just a moment. But um, yeah, thank you once again, Isaac, for that uh, shout out. And you can catch them 10.05 Thursday nights right after Scumbags Wrestling. Here's another vignette. You'll like this one. And there you go. That is information on and our uh, the trailer for Backyard uh, Pro Dial B for Backyard. And it returned this past uh, June 30th with an episode. And they got three episodes, seven matches, plus a rough enough uh, segment with the dancing weapon. Backyard, you can go to youtube.com backslash Backyard Pro. The Scumbags Wrestling are proud sponsors of this we donated uh, to the uh, GoFundMe that uh, Von Vertigo has set up and so we're happy to have uh, been a part of uh, the success of Backyard Pro. They have merchandise also at ProWrestlingTees.com backslash Backyard Pro. There's talent and production donations uh, over at GoFundMe. Uh, You can go to GoFundMe.me or gofund.me backslash 0d671e90. Go to their uh, Facebook page. You'll get actually a link to there, uh, which is a lot easier than me reading that off. Uh, but uh, yeah, they definitely appreciate a lot of uh, things go into uh, that coming up. Uh, they've narrowed it down to six contestants who will compete under the Dancing Weapons coaching and learn at uh, uh, Backyard uh, Pro. I earned a Backyard Pro contract and title match. Rough Enough uh, started also on June 30th as part of Season 3. 
And their next episode is actually going to be on the 8th of July. And some of the things that are going to happen include a one-on-one match with the Dancing Weapon taking on Hot Shit Jay Wheeler and a four-way match with Rob Banks, Cornelius Rathador, Jeff Hardy, and Moondog. So you check out that on their YouTube page. My note back up. There we go. Uh, oh, and also just recently, uh, Nadis uh, went over to Game Changer Wrestling and defended her uh, newly won title at Backyard Wrestling, uh, which is on YouTube. Or, uh, my apologies, that was on Fight uh, TV, Fight.tv, uh, and that happened just yesterday, July 4th. Okay. On the next one is also going to be Jay Huntington the sixth, uh, and the Cyclops cyclist uh, Adam Safe clash. Uh, that was episode one. Uh, clashed on episode one of Dial B for Backyard. Looking at some other uh, podcasts uh, going on with us and the Ontario Independent Podcasting Network is George McKay. Uh, recently had Fred Rosser. On Straight Talk Wrestling, and this Thursday he'll have the Pope Elijah Burke as his uh, special guest. Plus, the mini host recently had Danny Limelight and Billy Starks on as her guests on Five Questions. John Scott of the Johnners Podcast had Jan- Jeremy Prophet on his podcast Wrestling with Johnners. The Wild Man Mark Marrow was a special guest uh, recently on. It's my host podcast. You hear his thoughts on what he thought was Sable being in WWE. And I think he has a few regrets there. Lewis Carlin is available daily with news on Alliance Pro Wrestling Network. Check him out every day, multiple times a day sometimes, on YouTube and Facebook. HWE is presenting... Country Carnage happening during this summer. And some of the announcements that were just made involving Country Carnage include a tag team match with Silk and Stone taking on Airstrike. And that's part of Country Carnage. And there's also going to be Coca's Cabana featuring special guest Lil Wavemaker Kyle Boone. Uh, more information as that becomes available but you want, don't want to miss HWE's Country Carnage. The Johnners Podcasting Network is proud to be a sponsor of Russell Carnival. Uh, the Carnival of Honor uh, show is happening on September 12th in Nottingham. It'll feature stars from Ring of Honor and the UK scene. Matches from the show will be streamed on Ring of Honor's week-by-week uh, week show. And they are also proud to be sponsors of the show, along with Graps. If you use promo code JOHNERS, you can get 15% off your purchase at grapsapparel.com. Check it out. 
and get some great apparel from Graps. Speaking of great apparel, you want to uh, stop by our Wrestling Tees, Pro Wrestling Tees store at Pro Wrestling Tees uh, backslash Scumbags Wrestling and get one of our t-shirts. And of course, if you get the uh, Independent Wrestling Comic Book uh, tribute uh, t-shirt, you'll be helping out Steven's wrestling journey. Steven just recently turned 10 and is still having a lot of surgeries due to his carrying malformation. We saw him on my birthday special uh, in May, and he's captured the hearts of uh, the crew over at WWE and The Bump. So, great little guy. Why not uh, buy one of the shirts, help him out, and uh, search research for carrying malformation at Sick Kids Hospital in Toronto. He also has Stephen's Hearts for Carry happening uh, over there as well. Check out their page and see how you can help out. Okay. Uh, do, do, do. And of course, Barry Wrestling is presenting the All Ontario Cup. Joining the tournament this week includes the lead official, Brad Myers, the young bull, Junior Benito, the psychonaut, uh, Travis Moore, one of the dirtiest players in Ontario, Stratos, the Ontario veteran, Tornado, the queen of crazy, Addie Starr, one of the uh, quiet leaders on the Ontario scene today, Gabriel Fruesa, the relentless John Atlas, and Ontario favorite, Shane Saber, and the boss in Ontario, John Greed. Those were names added since our last broadcast, and they join Black Lavender, Lionel Knight, the current reigning and defending Barry Wrestling Three Pistols uh, champion, Pretty Ricky Wilby, the high-risk uh, hero, Rip Impact, the returning Kirk Warmack after a five-year hiatus, the Diamond Tiger, Kobe Durst, and, of course, the anti-hero, SOS, or as we know him, before Scotty O'Shea, but he's now the anti-hero SOS. So those are uh, 15 of the names that have been entered into the tournament so far. The Ontario, uh, the All Ontario Cup Indiegogo page is up and running. This event will be a pay-to-watch show like we uh, used to in the pre-pandemic time. 30 wrestlers and a large crew of people need to be paid. The show uh, times and dates will be announced around mid-July. Uh, if you have questions, uh, feel free to message Barry Wrestling Facebook account or contact Sean Gibson. A date for the tournament will be announced uh, soon with more entrants to be announced in the coming weeks. Ten uh, matches for $29, should I say, $10 for 29 matches. Make sure you click on the link and grab a tier to support Ontario wrestlers and the Ontario All Ontario Cup crew. Just remember, a for $10, you get 29 matches featuring Ontario's best. You need the link in order to watch the show. So buy a tier now and support Ontario wrestlers and the uh, Garden Working Crew. So, just a couple of things with that. We are going to be proud uh, sponsors 
with the All Ontario Cup, and we're even getting a bracket named after us. So uh, be on the lookout for more information on the All Ontario Cup uh, presented by Barry Wrestling. But it's not all just Barry Wrestling. It's All Ontario Wrestling. So there's going to be stars from all over the place, including some returning names. Uh, this will be a great way of kicking off things once the pandemic has finally uh, ceased. There's going to be a lot of uh, things coming out involving that, and we're definitely going to be having more information and being a big part of it as much as possible. And what we can't do, we're going to do on our own as well. But uh, Scumbags Wrestling are proud sponsors of the All-Ontario Cup. There's four... Uh, ultimate uh fans in ontario and we're one of them and the other three also will have a bracket named after them so more information on who those other ones are in the coming weeks and to quote the road dog and our friend clarence dusum oh you didn't know well, you, you've been hard, uh, they've been hard at work preparing for an official opening, and they're very happy to announce they are officially reserving spots for the end of July. If you're interested in becoming a professional wrestler, Hard Knocks Wrestling Academy is the place to go. With a top-of-the-line facility, in-ring training, weight room, and incredible trainers, including Tyson Dukes and Shane Saber, prices start as low as $50 a session. They have partnered with the Knights of the Squared Circle to provide more ease of access for booking that uh, we will be launching in the coming weeks, COVID permitting. For the time being, message them directly for all inquiries and to reserve your spot. You ask for a call, somebody! Thank you, Clarence, for that great message. And, of course, wrestling classes starting at Hard Knocks Wrestling in Listable. Contact them for more information, as I said, and prices start as low as $50 with Tyson Dukes and Shane Saber as part of the training team. And finally, what do you say with DDJ welcomes wrestling's last real man, Silas Young, discussing a variety of topics, including Ring of Honor's Best in the world happening this weekend. So join DDJ in What Do You Say with DDJ and hear everything about Silas Young, uh, the last real man in wrestling. And of course, next week, uh, or on our next episode, we're going to talk about uh, Slammiversary news. We're going to talk about uh, more money in the bank. More independent wrestling uh, news that's coming up. Uh, more on the uh, Country Carnage, Backyard uh, Pro, the All-Ontario Cup. You name it, we got that going on. We're going to also look at um, a brief thing with Ring of Honor's Best in the World, which will be happening on July 11th, so next weekend, or this weekend coming up. So I want to thank you for joining me, and be sure to contact us scumbagswrestling at gmail.com go to our website scumbags wrestling thank you for joining us whether you're live right now on twitch youtube or facebook 
and listening later on Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or anywhere else you get your podcast from. And, of course, we're also thanking our friends over at CoolBet, who sponsor all our shows and the championship belt for the Scumbags Prediction League. CoolBet. Stay cool. Bet responsibly. So, until we talk to you next time, we're out of here. Be sure to catch the uh, This Week in History th- this Thursday at noon with Jonesy and I. Have a great one. If you want a variety of wrestling news and history, look no further than the Scumbags Wrestling family of shows. On Wednesday nights at 6 p.m., join Sean, Stephen, and Jonesy as we look for the best of the best and break it all down in a unique tournament format on Fantasy Warfare Tournament. Then, Thursdays at noon, take a look back at the rich history of our great sport with This Week in History. We live title changes, births, deaths, and some of the best events of all time. Finally, join us for the latest in wrestling news, show results, and predictions Thursday nights at 8 p.m. for the Scumbags Wrestling Podcast. The Scumbags Wrestling can be found on Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, YouTube, and Instagram, along with our audio versions on Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or anywhere else you get your podcasts from. We're a proud part of the Ontario Indie Wrestling Podcast Network and the Johnners Podcast Network.